Hello, and welcome to MGMA Small Talk, where we discuss issues facing practice administrators across the healthcare world. I'm Shannon Geis, staff writer and editor at MGMA, and today we're doing something a little bit different. I went to the MGMA State Leadership Conference in Aurora, Colorado, which took place January 26th through 28th, and I talked with a number of MGMA members about the challenges they face and what they are looking forward to in the healthcare industry over the next year. For Lynn Endonero, Service Line Manager at Kalispell Regional Healthcare and a member of the Montana MGMA, integration is at the top of the list. But uh, I think that also some of the things I've heard from other members, and I know we've faced this in Montana, is just the transition from a lot of small physician groups to being part, there's so many more in, people being in integrated systems, hospital owned. I mean, my own practice is owned by a hospital. I think as state leaders trying to f- provide content that's relative to both of those groups, attracting members, particularly in the larger hospital association or hospital associated practices. Some of those hospital systems don't necessarily see the value, I think, because traditionally this has been an organization focused more on the physician-owned practices. So I think making that transition and providing that kind of value to those organizations uh, within our state and nationally, I think it's really important. For Jeffrey Lamblum, clinic administrator for the Eye Clinic of North Dakota, changes in regulations are a concern. Uh, well, currently introducing the macro changes and trying to get a, an understanding on insurance reform and insurance changes and how we participate in a rural environment um, with insurance implications and Medicaid changes and Medicare changes, just a lot of different changes, quite frankly. Kristen Summers, practice administrator for the Ogden Clinic in Ogden, Utah, is trying to keep her practice up to date with technology. So within the practice, the biggest challenge we're having right now is um, just what's going to happen with healthcare and trying to anticipate. We want to make sure that we're providing the newest technologies to our patients. So for instance, online scheduling, being able to leverage that as well as podcasts and being able to put things out on our website to make things more digital. Shane Mellenbacher, practice administrator at the Klesinski Clinic in Stevens Point, Wisconsin, is just trying to maintain independence. Uh, so being an independent group uh, in Wisconsin is, uh, as in a lot of states, can be difficult. Uh, so that's probably just staying independent, being able to you know, get our market share, being able to um, you know, maintain our relevance as an independent group while being surrounded by you know, a couple hospital systems is probably one of the bigger things that I deal with. Um, Now, in our current market, we kind of have a niche. Although Wisconsin is very system-based, in our local region, we do have a pretty strong independent uh, group network. So that's that's a positive thing. But uh, then, you know, you've got, you know, declining reimbursement that you have to deal with, uh, you know, and just the the -the run-of-the-mill everyday things that every group, you know, works with. Jenna Wiltfong is the clinic administrator for the WVP Medical Group in Oregon. She says the transition to value-based compensation is a challenge. I think, you know, within my practice and within the medical group that I belong to, we have several primary care practices, and I think big challenge with primary care right now is figuring out how to meet all the quality measures and how to, uh, when the providers have been used to fee-for-service for so many years, switch over to quality metrics and... Um, how to track all that and click all the right buttons, it's been a big challenge. But as difficult as that is, 
she's looking forward to it. Um, I really do like and support the trend of um, population health management so that, you know, we're catching these people before they get to the emergency department um, to help control those costs. We're helping people before they become acute. Uh, I really believe in that. It's just a challenge, I think, to transition and make that happen. I'm, I'm excited to see what that looks like in the long run. Matt Waldy, Executive Director for the Ashland Area Health Alliance in Ashland, Kentucky, and the Legislative Liaison for the Kentucky MGMA, is also interested to see how it goes. You know, certainly changes on the horizon, and as I mentioned, the quality payment program is something that's actually a relatively new initiative, MACRA and MIPS, and it'll be interesting to see how, um, how that changes over time in the in the coming years and and whether the, the new administration in Washington is going to uh, have an impact on that. In facing these challenges and looking forward to the future of healthcare, many of the MGMA members I talked to felt that the resources MGMA provides have helped them to stay ahead of the game. Lynn and Denaro. Well, of course, networking and education are the two biggest things, I think, as an MGMA member. Uh, I think coming to the State Leaders Conference, though, it's uh, this today in particular, I think that even though I've been a state leader for quite a while, I think really taking, refreshing and taking very seriously what my duties are to our organization and just coming up with some fresh ideas about how we can provide value to our members in our state. Karen Massey is the Executive Director of Northern Nevada Emergency Physicians and the Nevada MGMA Legislative Liaison. She echoes Lynn's message. Well, um, I had the good fortune of stumbling into a job into in practice management early in my career after I had worked for a hospital and um, realized I needed to learn what I didn't know. And MGMA in my state and nationally seemed like the obvious resource to find out more about the profession I had adopted. So I joined my um, state MGMA and uh, found out about the fellowship path and kind of started down that road and met lots of great people and lots of great resources. And um, it's really been a a cornerstone of uh, professional development for me. Shane Mellenbacher emphasizes the benefits of networking. Yeah, I would say most of it probably comes through just networking with uh, you know other groups uh, that are dealing with the same things and trying to uh, you know come up with positive solutions. Uh, even just uh, you know revenue cycle management. Um, also just uh, you know teaming up with other groups uh, to provide the strongest services possible. Also, you know, learning how to work with the hospital systems, you know, to, uh, you know, still maintain our independence, um, but, you know, having a good relationship with them as well. And a lot of that has come through, uh, you know, MGMA and just, you know, working together and networking. As for advice for new MGMA members, Lynn Andonero says don't be shy. Sit with people you don't know, even when that's a little uncomfortable, and just strike up a conversation. I think you almost always find something that you uh, find in common that you can share, uh, discuss some of the things that are challenging, and hopefully find some new ideas about how to face that, or just commiserate about <laughs> some, of the, some of the difficulties that we all face. But I think there's just so much value. And the people that you can meet here have so much to teach. And I think as you become more engaged, you have 
a lot to offer as well to other people. And Jeff Landblum agrees. Do not be uh, concerned with experience, to just dive in. And there are great people that have a lot of experience that are willing to share. They need somebody else to come alongside and partake. So if you're considering getting involved, we hope you will. And as Shane Mellenbacher says, don't forget to stay positive. It's a tough industry out there, especially with all the unknowns. Um, and I think us as practice managers and people who are leading, um, I think it's important for us to stay positive. I think it's important for us to continue to try to promote change that's going to be beneficial to the patient uh, as well as the practice uh, and healthcare just in general. Thanks again to all of the amazing MGMA members we spoke with. If you want to share your experiences with MGMA, email us at connection at mgma.org. And to learn more about MGMA's upcoming conferences and other educational resources, check out our episode page at mgma.org slash podcasts. <laughs>